Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drop and Give Me 20 with Phil Risden. I am Phil Risden. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe uh, if you're on YouTube, and make sure to give me a five-star review if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of that shit. Let's get to the show, man. How have you beautiful people been doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, life's been nice. Uh, I am a little bit down, though, I will say. There's a sad thing. Uh, first off, uh, I didn't think we'd be doing this so soon after uh, the death of Bismarck Key. But I also want to say rest in peace to Tory Lane's hairline. Uh, it is, it's sad that we've had to depart with it uh, at you know, such a young age. Uh, it's sad that it's being showcased in such a huge way, uh, you know, by by Cassidy and his new diss track, you know, and we and we noticed we noticed it before. Listen, there's been you know there's been uh, rumblings of it on on Twitter, a little bit on Instagram, a couple roastings here and there, here and there. But to have a picture of your fucking head like that, along with a diss track that's serving you because you're stealing somebody else's swag, now that that puts a nail in the coffin. So I just wanted to say I'm so sorry about that. You know, I'm so sorry about that. And, and my heart goes out to his family. My heart goes out to his family. It's it's fucking crazy. I I, uh, I woke up yesterday to find the world, you know, going out of control, the hip-hop world at least, with this whole Cassidy and Tory Lanez thing. You know, I haven't listened to Cassidy uh, since drinking my two-step. But at the same time, it was nice to see. I, I just like seeing any sort of beef. You know, I just like seeing any two dudes going at it in hip hop. It's nice, you know, and it's the truth be told. Hip hop is the only art form that actually does that. You know, it's rare where you see like two rock bands that really hate each other and are like truly competitive. Like it's happened before, but even so, it's still nothing compared to rap. Nobody's getting shot. You know, no one's getting shot. No one's, you know, they're not talking about anybody's wives. You know, they're not talking about their children. Rappers talk to each other the way that Mike Tyson talks to his opponents. That's what you want. That's what you want. You want the juice. You want the passion. You want the realness right there. You know, who gives a shit about, you know, what you put in between a baseline? Like, you know, go fuck yourself. You know, I was watching something. Um, I was watching that new documentary called This Is Pop uh, on Netflix. And they were talking about, what was it, like the Blur uh, versus Oasis? You know, they were like, oh, these two guys, they're going at it. It took over the 90s. And I was just like, how fucking dare you? With Biggie and Tupac both dead in the 90s, you're saying their feud took... Get the fuck out of here. Those two men were titans of their industry. They put their lives in the fucking line, you know? It's still senseless death. I'm not saying, you know, it's, it's bad. But trust me, when it comes to beefs, rap has it hands fucking down, okay? Hands fucking down. And uh, yeah, listen to the two. I listened to the Cassidy track. Uh, it was it was all right. I mean, listen, it it was good simply because I mean he's coming at a guy for stealing his shit, and then you know he's also has the picture of him and he's looking crazy and all that stuff. Very good, you know, strategic, very smart. I like it. I like it. Uh, at the same time, though, let's be real. It just like. The song wasn't that good. Like, the flows weren't that great. I don't know what Cassie's been doing this whole time. You know, uh, I don't know what he's been up to, but uh, it obviously has not been rapping. <laughs> he's been stuck at the house for the last two years during this pandemic and has not been putting pen to paper at all because they were just, it was it was terrible, bro. I mean, there were 
there were some bars in it that were like okay, but I don't know. I just thought that shit was kind of ass. Uh, and like honestly, if Tory Lanez can come back with a rebuttal, he'll win this beef. He'll win this beef. Uh, if he can come back with a rebuttal strong enough uh, to beat both Cassidy's song and Cassidy's embarrassing picture on the front that he had of Tory Lanez, then Tory Lanez can easily win this. And Tory Lanez is a good rapper too, so like I wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me that he can actually overstep this. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's a lot of drama that was happening, man. So I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with that. I want to know what's gonna happen with that because not enough rappers are running up on these dudes and really like coming at them for like stealing their swag or anything. And I get it. Listen, you don't want to be the old man who seems all crotchety and lame and stuff like that. But a lot of hip hop is based off of coming at somebody and really giving them the business. And sometimes you just gotta gotta run their nose in it sometimes you know sometimes you just gotta show them that they can't do it like you do it that's what J. Cole was saying sometimes you just gotta show them that they can't do it like you and they look to themselves and they say damn I can't I, this nigga did no way I'll never do it now I can't never do this shit again that is a actual that's true that's so true man sometimes these legends it's like you're not always gonna be the old man sometimes you can just come out rip them to death and just go back into your cave, your your fortress of solitude, and everybody will respect you. Everybody will love you. Come on now. So I got a lot of respect for Cassie for doing all that, man. I thought that was actually pretty fucking cool. Pretty cool. You know what's happening out here, though? Uh, it's a Monday. I'm fucking starving. I haven't eaten all day. It's about five. It's actually no. It's almost six p.m. right now. Uh, you know, I was gonna go out and eat, but I was like, no, I gotta report record the podcast. For you guys. See, I'm here for you. All right. Listen, it's late. I know it's late in the day, but I recorded the thing on a Monday and it's going to be here on Monday for fucking you. I've had a lot of problems. I've had internet problems. I had a lot of different technical shit going on. I've had life stuff happen, you know, that I'm kind of dealing with right now. Uh, but don't worry. I got you. I got you. And, uh, you know, I, I also, you know, also too, this podcast is very much not for you. It's <laughs> It's extremely for me. Uh, you know, this, I feel like the world's going crazy nowadays, man. You know, Jeff Bezos flew to the moon. What's that? What's that about? That worries me, man. All these, all these billionaires going into space. Everybody's excited. That shit scares me, man. That shit scares me so much. You know, they're, they're, they're abandoning us is really what they're doing. They're just testing ways to abandon us. That's why these billionaires are going out there to the fucking moon into space. And they're starting out small. They're starting out small. First, they go a little bit, you know, they, they, uh, you know, go into orbit, right? They go out into orbit. They fly around a little bit. Go for five minutes. Bezos, it's a Bezos run. Ah, five. What's five or ten minutes out there? Send them up. Send them down. They're just testing the waters. They're just putting a putting a toe in, seeing if the water's warm enough. You know what's happening? Next thing, they go to the moon. They start, uh, you know, colonizing that or something like that. You know. And then next thing you know, they're going to distant planets and they're never coming back and they're creating their own society that they can immediately rule over. <laughs> you know, they're taking their family and the help and that's it. And they're just going to create a slave race of people for them to rule over in their new lands. And that's all it's going to be like. He's going up there for a second, testing out the waters, dude. It's almost like when, when two parents are on the rocks and the dad slowly starts moving out, you know? <laughs> like like you don't notice you don't notice anything you're just at the house watching Malcolm in the Middle you don't know you don't care you're watching cartoons you're having fun it's a Saturday morning that's all you know but little, little do you know man this dude is packing up boxes 
slowly but surely, slowly but surely. You know, first uh, first couple of days just a stapler. You know, next next day uh, I think I'm just gonna keep my TV at the office, right? Then he, and then <laughs> then before you know it, it's a month later and you're helping him carry a sofa through the fucking door and you don't know what happened. You don't know where things fell apart. You're wondering what your what, what happened to your parents' love and you'll never know. This might even scar you for your life and it's gonna harm you throughout yours and you're not you're never gonna be able to be intimate with anybody. Right? That's what Jeff Bezos is doing to us. Don't just Jeff, don't just blame Jeff Bezos for the problems of the world. Blame him for your personal problems too. That's what you're gonna learn here, America. Alright? Some in my eye. It's like nerds. Ah, Jesus. That was Jeff Bezos. He put something in my eye. Don't trust me. Alright? You have no idea the extent of this man's power. Alright, people? He could be anywhere. Send microbes in people's eyes, going out to space. The dude's invincible. He's our Tony Stark. The man's Iron. He's Iron Man. He's Iron. It's crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't go to space, but I'm at least going to Africa. All right, that's just going to be a fact. You know, I've noticed by now. I've been watching enough documentaries <laughs> on the future of the world to know I got to get the fuck out of America. Uh, I've been watching a bunch of shit on YouTube, uh, which is. You know, the biggest credit I could ever have, you know, that's what most academics do is they they watch YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of stuff on YouTube, though, and they were talking about Africa and how uh, it's actually really improving and how basically uh, a lot of infrastructure is going to be put in there as far as like the Internet. And now that people can connect more, it's going to make it a new hub uh, throughout the world. So that seems really interesting. They just started a new Amazon out there. That uh, it's catching a little flag. Supposedly they're uh, cooking the books out there, but that just that that's even better though. That just means that a new person can come along, hopefully someone black, and try to do something some shit out there, man. Watch, bro. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna be killing it. I'm be the, I'm gonna be the African Jeff Bezos, and then I'm gonna leave all of you <laughs> and escape to my uh, to my summer home on Saturn. All right, and then and then where will you be? When, where will you be? America? Where will you be? The rest of the world? Well, I'm ruling over you. It's going to be crazy. No, I actually, uh, I do, I do want to like go out there and stuff too. Uh, cause yeah, things are, you know, a lot of stuff is changing. I was also thinking about, uh, maybe going out to Jamaica, but I'm watching some stuff recently about them and, uh, you know, environmentalism out there where basically I had no idea, uh, Jamaica is basically the world's leader in uh bauxite uh production or bauxite mining and uh, if you don't know what bauxite is it's like the principal chemical in making aluminum uh so for like aluminum foil and all sorts of like iron and all this type of stuff uh and basically an american company uh owns i guess a bunch of land out there and they mine it and then they ship it back to america and all that stuff uh but basically it's it's it's, it's polluting everything obviously which is what happens with every single type of thing that america does we just decide to go somewhere pollute the shit out of it you know and then uh when we can't have drinking water we just say fuck them uh you know anybody know that i'm talking about uh flint michigan yeah exactly shit happens all the time and basically the same thing's happening over there with uh bauxite and uh i didn't even know this there's this region in jamaica that uh is called uh cockpit country and supposedly when slavery and all that stuff was happening out there, uh, recently freed slaves or escaped slave slaves uh, banded with the indigenous people that were being wiped out. 
in Jamaica at the time that Jamaica was being settled, and uh, they held back uh, the British and ended up actually signing a peace treaty allowing them to have a certain territory in Jamaica that isn't governed by anything. So these people have uh, no hospitals, no really like police infrastructure or anything like that. They just live up there and they live off the land and they take care of each other. And uh, now that mining company is starting to kind of uh, overreach just regular Jamaican territory and reach out into uh, cockpit country uh, territory, uh, which is, you know, super fucked up because these people, they have nothing else. So it's like if it harms their drinking water, they can't really go anywhere or do anything, you know, and it's also going to be kicking them out as well, uh, which is it's terrible. And the worst part about it is the worst part about it is Jamaica owns half of the company that is doing the mining as well. So there's a partnership. So Naranda is the company that's doing the uh, the drilling and the mining and all that stuff. Uh, there's another company called Naranda Jamaica Partnerships of Bauxite or something like that that Jamaica is a 51% shareholder in. Uh, so literally, not only are they being uh, paid through the land being you know bought, <clears throat> but Jamaica as a whole entire government is invested in this production. So you know none of this stuff is... Uh, you know, ever going to be gotten rid of. They're going to keep mining. They're going to keep treating these people terribly. <coughs> and it just goes to show you, man, it's like, you know, greed is everywhere. It's, it's It really is everywhere, man. Like, do, you know, uh, say what you want about America, but they'll teach you how to how to make a buck, you know? So it's a shame, man. It really is. But uh, my heart goes out to the people out there. Hopefully you can stay strong, do your thing, um, and don't worry about these motherfuckers. Because pretty soon they'll be going to the moon anyway. So you won't even have to worry. You know? What else has been happening in my life? I was talking about commercial space flight. I was talking about Jamaica. Uh, Cassidy and the Tory Lanez beef. I was... Uh, I haven't really been watching much uh, television anymore. I've been noticing that about myself. You know? Which is weird. I've, I've always been like a TV guy. I have no idea what's going on in like the world of pop culture. The only thing I know about is uh basically like just through YouTube. Like so unless they, so unless you know there's a covid scandal, uh, a sex scandal or a rap beef going on, I have no idea about it at all whatsoever. Uh supposedly I uh, Matt Damon is saying that uh the future of movies is gone. I you know, which I don't totally disagree with him. Uh sim- you know simply because I, I don't watch any regular television and I mean, you know and I love I love movies and stuff too but even that seems to start to be going away through like uh Disney Plus and all these other things. You know, isn't that the isn't that the fucking worst, man? I just don't get why people want to like sit at their house instead of going to the movies. Like listen, I hate the world as much as everybody else does. I do. I do. But isn't there something special about going to the movie? Isn't there a little bit of magic in it? You know? Isn't there isn't there a little bit of magic of, of like smoking weed before you go, right? And you spend that 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 20 minutes of just awkwardly not knowing where to go, what to do, <laughs> you know, going to the concession stand, wondering if the person knows you high. Wondering if the person knows you're high, wondering if they're high themselves, the cashier, you're having that fun, ordering way too much food. You're in a room with a bunch of other people, right? 
and they're all kind of you know and it's a vibe it's a vibe you know i i feel like that's fun i feel like that's fun rather than just staying at home by yourself you know turning on black widow and then pausing it halfway through to jerk off <laughs> come on and you're still gonna pay 30 bucks for that <laughs> come on man come on I, I i i love movies i i really do and i i even more than that i love the thought of the movie theater like i feel like no matter what that like things are going to change yes all that shit's going to change but at the same time like i feel like movie theaters are going to stay for quite a while uh just because like there's there's something special about it uh there is something special about it i did hear though that uh disney is getting sued by fucking scarlett johansson so shout out to her for being a fucking straight gangster, man. Jesus Christ, taking Black Widow to a whole nother level, bringing that name up, you know, really living by that name. That's fucking great. Uh, yeah, supposedly she's suing Disney because, uh, you know, uh, Disney, like, you know, like a bunch of these other uh, companies are releasing a bunch of these movies that were supposed to be theater only movies. Uh, they're doing dual releases because of the pandemic and everything that's going on. Uh, but basically, the whole problem is that with Scarlett Johansson and what's happened with a bunch of other actors, too, is that in their contract, they were only given shares of money that were uh, theater only. So they're only entitled to the theater only profits. And what they're saying is that they're actually entitled to the straight to home video profits as well, because you're not having a theatrical release and then releasing it later. You're, you're releasing them both at the same time. So they're indebted to that, uh, which I totally side for. That's completely true. I think you have to. I think you I think you have to fight for that because this is going to be a new thing that comes up constantly all the fucking time. Uh, I think this is going to be a new way that movies are going to premiere is they're going to premiere both at home and at the theater. Or you might get like two weeks at the theater before it comes out at home, stuff like that. Uh, so it's changing. But I think that's something that like a lot of actors are truly going to have to fight for. And I think they need to, uh, you know, so I, I heard like Scarlett Johansson, you know, uh, is a whistleblower. She's the Edward Snowden <laughs> of the Disney family now. She's got to go to Russia <laughs> and make a bunch of Black Widow movies there. There you go. Holy shit. Maybe she took, uh, you know, the Black Widow world. Maybe she's been a mole for Russia this whole entire time. She's been trying to cripple the, the American, the infidel American Disney company this whole fucking time. And how ironic. She would be called the Black Widow. Fucking crazy. Goddamn crazy. But she's doing it. I know she's doing it. Uh, Emma Stone is doing it for Cruella, apparently. And, uh... The only one who isn't doing it is Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson of Jungle Cruise. That fucking guy. I, you know, listen, I love The Rock. He's the, he's the boss. He makes so much fucking money. And I, know, I understand why he's not doing it. But a part of me is a little bit just like, you fucking bitch. You do it. Yeah. You're playing ball. He's playing ball. The Rock's tainted. The Rock's tainted. He's playing ball, baby. I don't know how pure his intentions are anymore. I don't know if I can. I, I personally don't know. If I can trust The Rock anymore, you know, when he first came into the movie, his movie career, he was walking tall. And now, you know, his integrity is, has said Shazam and has changed into something evil and, you know, of a low tier. OK, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with the guy. The Rock, I, I am. 
I am uh, saddened by this. I am hurt by this. I take this personally. Your career is my career. And I personally think that, uh, buddy, you need to step up and uh, clear the air here. Because uh, you saw that? I just had to wipe out a goddamn tear. Uh, I'm personally am offended for for this man's performance. And I, you know, I got to say, buddy, step it up. Step it up. <laughs> no, I I don't know what to say. Honestly, if somebody uh, you know he has a million fucking projects with them, so I mean I I don't fucking blame him at all. Who gives a shit? Like it really doesn't matter. Uh, also, too, I mean like I'm not him, so like you know uh, who cares? <laughs> but I want to see more actors like actually have some fucking balls and take these fucking studios to test. Because fucking man, you know uh, you can do it. You can do it. And then you know what? They get rid of you. They blacklist you. They blackball you. Whatever the fuck. Hey. Then you'll just be down here with me running a goddamn YouTube show. And that's pretty cool, too. All right, guys. This has been the uh, newest episode of Drop and Give Me 20. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, please make sure to like, share, subscribe. And uh, don't forget to uh, put in a five-star review for Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. See ya.